Assalamu alaikum my friends my name is Fazal welcome to Injil for Muslim podcast Allah Taala has given the Injil Sharif to be a blessing and guidance for all peoples including the Muslim community Inshallah these lessons will guide you to understand the word of God which Allah has given through Isa al-Masih The Injil for Muslims podcast is especially designed for those from Muslim families who want to learn more about the Injil Sharif Please listen closely as my friend Dr. Daud teaches. Our prayer is that you will learn to love Isa Al-Masih with all your heart, soul, mind and strength as you listen. Assalamu alaikum my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Angelus for Muslims podcast. Today we're going to continue to walk through Matthew's Angel, the Gospel of Matthew. And we're going to be working in chapter 4, verses 12 through 25. Before we begin reading that section, I want to read two ayats from the Quran Karim about Hazrat Isa al-Masih. These, uh, these two ayats tell about the ministry of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And they, they share about the uniqueness of his ministry. In fact, Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the only person in the Quran who's described as healing the sick and raising the dead, cleansing lepers. So in Surah Al-Imran, starting in the 48th ayat, we read this, And Allah will teach Hazrat Isa al-Masih the book and wisdom, the Torah and the gospel, the gospel mean, meaning the Injil Sharif, and appoint Hazrat Isa al-Masih a messenger to the children of Israel. With this message, I have come to you with a sign from our Lord, and that I make for you out of clay the figure of a bird, and breathe into it, and it be- becomes a bird by Allah's leave. And I heal those born blind and the lepers, and I bring the dead to life by Allah's leave. So in the Quran, Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the only one who's described as doing these great acts of cleansing the leper, of raising the dead, of healing the sick. And the shame to me about this is that the Quran Karim only has these two ayats that describe this activity of Hazrat al-Masih. But in the Injil Sharif, I think there's probably over a thousand ayats that describe the, the miracles of Hazur al-Masih, and they describe them in great detail. And this is one of the questions we have to ask about the, about the books, is that if we love the prophets, we want to get all the information that Allah Ta'ala has provided about them. And Allah Ta'ala has provided in the Injil Sharif so much information about the life and ministry of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And really, that ministry in the book of Matthew begins in chapter 4, verses 12 through 25. But before this, we, we note several important things about his ministry. First, we, we remember that Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, that Hazur al-Masih was given the pakusul, that's baptism, by Hazrat Yahya alayhi salam. And at that time, the heavens opened and the pakru, the Holy Spirit, came upon Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And God anointed him and made him the Messiah through that. That's actually what the name Messiah means, that he's the one who's anointed. And the book of the prophet Isaiah, uh, that was written about 700 years before the birth of Hazrat Messiah, he describes him as the Messiah, meaning that he's the one who's anointed with the Holy Spirit, the Pakru. When Hazrat Isa Messiah was anointed with the Pakru, the first thing that the Pakru did was to lead Hazur al-Masih out into the wilderness to fast and to be tempted by Iblis. After Hazur al-Masih had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, we remember that Iblis came to him and tried to tempt him. And unlike Hazrat Adam alayhi salam, Hazur al-Masih never sinned. 
Hazrat Adam salam, when the tempter came to him in the garden in Bagidin, Hazrat Adam salam, he disobeyed the command of God. But Hazrat Isa al-Masih overcame the temptation of Satan. And by the end of that temptation, Iblis had to flee from the power of Hazrat al-Masih. What we're going to read about next is immediately what follows that story about how Hazur al-Masih came back in the power of the Spirit and in the power of God, and he began his ministry. So I'm going to begin by just reading the passage from Matthew chapter 4, verse 12 through 25, and then I'm going to go back through and give a tasir of that passage. When Hazur al-Masih heard that Hazrat Yahya salam had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Hazrat Yeshaya, salam, land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, along the road by the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who live in darkness have seen a great light. And for those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From then on, Hazur al-Masih began to preach, Repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. As Hazur al-Masih was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Hazrat Simon, salam, who is called Hazrat Peter, salam, and his brother Hazrat Andrew. Salam. They were casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, Hazur al-Masih told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, Hazur al-Masih saw two other brothers, Hazrat Yaqub, the son of Zebedee, and his brother Hazrat John. They were in the boat with Zebedee, their father, preparing their nets, and he called them. Immediately, they left their boat and their father and followed Hazur al-Masih. Now, Hazur Isa al-Masih began to go all over Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Then the news about him spread throughout Syria. So they brought to him all those who were afflicted those suffering from various diseases and intense pains, the demon-possessed, the epileptics, and the paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed Hazur al-Masih from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. I love this passage of the Injil Sharif because it gives such a, a summary, an overview of the ministry of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And again, we see that the ministry of Hazrat Isa al-Masih was d- done in accordance with prophecy. All throughout the ministry of Hazur Isa al-Masih, his ministry was confirmed through the prophets. And everything that he did was in confirmation with the prophets. So let's go back through this verse by verse, starting in verse 12. When Hazur al-Masih heard that Hazrat Yahya had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. So before this, Hazur al-Masih had been in the southern area of this kingdom, what would now be called Palestine. And he was in the, the vicinity of Jerusalem, probably closer to the Jordan River. And at that time, as we read, Hazrat Yahya salam, was arrested. If we look to Matthew chapter 14, verses 3 and 4, we find that the reason that he was arrested is that he was calling out a government leader named Herod the Tetrarch and telling him that it is unlawful for him to, to marry the divorced wife of his brother. Herod the Tetrarch became mad because of that, and he took Hazrat Yahya salam, and he added to his sins, and he put Hazrat Yahya salam, in jail. Now, Hazur Isal Masih knew that if he stayed in that area, that it could be dangerous for him, so he withdrew to the north, to Galilee. This would have been closer to the side of Lebanon. That was the area that Hazrat Isal Masih had spent from his childhood after the time that they fled 
from Egypt and went to the north, and he was in that town of Nazareth, so he was in that area. Reading in verse 13, Hazur al left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. So Hazrat Isa al left Nazareth, and he moved to a larger city called Capernaum. This would not have been a large city, maybe a few thousand people at that time, on the banks of the Sea of Galilee, in what was called the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. Now these names Zebulun and Naphtali, if you're familiar with the story of Hazrat Isa Salam, now these names of Zebulun and Naphtali, these were two of the tribes of Bani Israel meaning that these were two of the children of Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam, who was the son of Hazrat Isahak alayhi salam, who was the son of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam. So this area of the northern part of the kingdom was named after these two brothers because those two tribes of Bani Israel had settled there after the time of Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. In verse 14 we read, This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Hazrat Isaiah alayhi salam. So again, we see that this all is being done, everything that's being done, and the, the work and life and ministry of Hazrat Esau Masih, it's constantly pointing back to Old Testament prophecy. And he's going to quote a fulfillment prophecy from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. And here's that prophecy. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, along the road by the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. So he's describing Hazrat Yeshaya alayhi salam, 700 years before this is occurring, again, is describing the exact area that Hazur al-Masih al is going to go. And here it describes what's going to happen. The people who live in darkness have seen a great light, that light that it's describing. That's Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And for those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Hazrat Isaiah, alayhi salam, he's describing in very prophetic words and very poetic words what the coming of Hazrat Isa al-Masih would look like about the Messiah coming to shine the light of God in this place of great darkness. So verse 17 then gives this great statement that's a summary of about 50% of the book of Matthew. From then on, this is verse 17, from then on, Hazur Isa al-Masih began to preach, repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. That is the message that Hazur al-Masih made. And not in the next episode, but in the, the following episode, we're going to begin going through a famous sermon of Hazrat Isa al-Masih, perhaps the most beautiful teaching that has ever been given in the history of the world is this teaching that we call the Sermon on the Mount, or the Bahari Waz. And in the, the Sermon on the, on the Mount, Hazrat Isa al-Masih is unpacking what it means to repent because the kingdom of heaven has come near. And this is the exact same message that Hazrat Yahya alayhi salam was declaring. What does it mean that the kingdom of heaven has come near? It means this, that the king of heaven, Hazur Isa al-Masih, has stepped from heaven into earth. And at this point, Hazur Isa al-Masih is declaring his kingdom. He's coming to declare his kingdom to Bani Israel and to the Gentiles and to all the people around. Now, this word Gentiles might be strange to you. The word Gentiles is a, a term of the Yehudi people. And according to the Yehudi uh, people, you're either a Jew, you're either a Yehudi, or you're Gentile. And what this passage is making clear, and what we're going to see in many places in the book of Matthew, is that the, the ministry of Hazuri Salmasi was not only for Bani Israel. It was not merely for one nation, or for one ummah, or for one comb, for one area. It was for the world, the entire world. Hazuri Salmasi was coming to bring his message to the whole, whole world. 
Hazor Isa is uh, saying, um, my kingdom has come near. Therefore, there's only one thing you should do, repent. And this word repent, it simply means to turn your life from the dark things and to choose to follow on the path of God. And well, that was what Hazrat Isa al-Masih came to announce in the world. It's what Hazrat Yahya salam came to announce before him as he prepared the way for the ministry of Hazur Isa al-Masih. Let's go to verse 18. As Hazur Isa al-Masih was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Hazrat Simon salam, who's called Hazrat Peter salam, and his brother Hazrat Andrew salam. They were casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. So these two men became two of the 12 core disciples. Later in the book of Matthew and chapter 10, we're going to get a full list of these 12 closest disciples of Hazrat Isa Masih. And we can see that he's calling some of them here. He was not calling the elite. He was not calling the top people. Most of his disciples were fishermen. And this is a very interesting thing. In the Old Testament, when we look at the life of Hazrat Ibrahim salam and his family, mostly they were shepherds. Here, Hazrat Isa Masih is calling fishermen. These are two communities that are very simple people. Many of the followers of Hazrat Isa Masih, they were farmers, they were fishermen, they were shepherds. They were simple people, but God worked powerfully through those people. Later on, after Hazrat Isa Masih died on the cross, rose from the dead and went back to, to Janet, he sent the Pakru on his people. And this this Peter, this Hazrat Patras salam, he stood before the Olima and he announced the message of Hazrat Isa Masih. And it says that they were amazed because they recognized that he was an unlearned man as a fisherman, but they knew that he'd been with Hazur Isa al Masih. So Hazrat Isa al Masih went to these two men, Hazrat Simon salam and Hazrat Andrew salam. And verse 19 says what Hazrat Isa al Masih told them Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. He was telling them that they would no longer fish for fish, that they were supposed to go take people. And in the same way that Hazrat Isa Masih was bringing them into his kingdom, that these two men would be used to bring many into the kingdom of God. Verse 20 says that immediately they left their nets and followed Hazrat Isa Masih. In the next episode, I'm going to take an aside from the book of Matthew, and I'm going to just do a very brief episode about this question, about what does it mean to be a disciple of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. Just like if somebody goes to a peer today, or a Sufi, a sheikh, and they want to become their marid, or they want to become their disciple, there's a there's a expectations of what it means to follow him. And here we see that they were following Hazrat Isa al-Masih. But what does it mean today if somebody wants to become a murid or a disciple of Hazrat Isa al-Masih? Okay, going to verse 21. Going on from there, Hazur al-Masih saw two other brothers, Hazrat Yaqub salam the son of Zebedee, and his brother Hazrat John salam These two men also became two of the closest disciples of Hazur Isa al-Masih. And in fact, five of the books of, of the Injil Sharif were given through this Hazrat John salam they were in a boat with Zebedee, their father. This is Hazrat Yaqub salam and Hazrat John salam were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, preparing their nets, and Hazur al-Masih called them. Just like he had called these other two, Hazur al-Masih called Hazrat Yaqub salam and Hazrat John salam. And when God calls us, when Hazrat Isa al-Masih calls us, we have a choice what will we do. Verse 22 says that they responded well. Immediately they left the, the boat and their father and followed him. Very often, following Hazrat Isa al-Masih means even stepping aside from our family, stepping aside from our father, that we, I, I hope that their relationship with their father wasn't broken over this, 
But very often, to be to become a disciple of God, to become a true follower of Hazrat Isa al-Masih, means that we have to place Hazrat Isa al-Masih in a place of greater importance, even than our family, even greater than our father. Now go to verse 23 with me. Now Hazrat Isa al-Masih began to go all over Galilee. It means that he was going through all the villages of Galilee, and there were about 150 villages in Galilee, and he was teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Let's go back through this. So he's going village by village through Galilee. There were about 150 villages, and in every village there would have been a synagogue. And a synagogue was the place of the, the Yehudi people where they would have taught the teachings of Hazrat Musa salam, and Hazrat Dawud salam, and the other books of the Old Testament, like Hazrat Isaiah salam. And so he would go into those places and announce his kingdom, that he would preach the good news of the kingdom, this repent, for, because the kingdom of heaven has come near. And he would not only tell them the truth, he would also demonstrate the truth because Hazur al-Masih had all the power. He had all authority because the Pakru had come upon him. It says that he was healing every disease and sickness among the people. And in this, Hazur al-Masih showed his greatness. Verse 24, then the news spread about him throughout Syria. So Syria would have been the land to the north of Galilee. And so people from all of Syria, who would have not have been from the people, the Yehudi people, they begin to hear the news about Hazur Isa al-Masih, and they begin to come to him. So we read this. So they, this is the people of all of Syria, brought to him all those who were afflicted, those suffering from various diseases and intense pains, the demon-possessed, the epileptics, and the paralytics, and Hazur Isa al-Masih healed them. Hazrat Isa al-Masih, as I said this in the Quran Karim, it gives two ayats about the healing power of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. In the book of Matthew, we're going to see hundreds, that we're going to see hundreds and hundreds of stories. And again, this is just a, an overview, a summary of him doing many miracles, but it's going to give many of these stories in great detail. And one of the great riches in the, the Injil Sharif is being able to hear the stories of the power of Hazrat Isa al-Masih and getting to see his greatness over and over again as he, as he heals people. Verse 25, large crowds followed Hazrat Isa al-Masih from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Beyond the Jordan would be the, the area that we now call the country of Jordan, the, which is a, a sovereign nation um, just to the, the, the east of, of Palestine. The area of the Decapolis would have been probably in modern-day Syria. It was to the, the east of the, the Sea of Galilee, and this was an, an area known as a Gentile area. That word Decapolis means the ten cities. So there were ten major cities in that area that were Gentile cities, so people were following him from Galilee. The Galileans were following him. The, these Gentiles from Decapolis were following him, which De Gentile just sent, simply meant non-Yehudi people, the non-Jewish people. The people from Jerusalem and Judea were following him, which would have been modern Palestine. And those people from modern Jordan were following him. So early on in his ministry, the message and the fame of Hazur Isa al-Masih spread quickly. And people began to come to him to hear about the truth. Just as we heard that the four disciples, Hazrat Simon alayhi salam, Hazrat Andrew alayhi salam, Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam, and Hazrat John alayhi salam, when they heard the message of Hazur Isa al-Masih, and they saw his greatness, and he called them, they immediately left their previous li lives behind. They immediately left everything they needed to, to walk on the path of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And that is the path that we need to walk on today. 
In the next episode, I'm going to be sharing with you briefly about what we call the Eight Commands, the Art Hokum of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And this is a simple way of knowing what it means and what Hazrat Isa al-Masih is calling us to do when he's calling us to immediately follow. And I hope that you'll listen to that episode intently and that you also will learn how to become a disciple of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. Allah Hafiz, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. I want to welcome you to continue this conversation of learning from the Injil Sharif. And in particular, I want to give you a challenge. If you want to learn about the Injil Sharif and to really learn this book, I want to give you the the Injil in 90 Days Challenge. The Injil in 90 Day Challenge is simply this. You can easily read the entire Injil Sharif in about 90 days. If you read just three chapters a day, it'll take you about 15 minutes. You may have a lot of questions. How do I get an Injil Sharif? What do, where did the Injil Sharif come from? For answers to your questions, I want to direct you to our website. Go to injilformuslims.com. That's I-N-J-E-E-L, the number four, muslims.com. Injilformuslims.com. And you'll find answers to all those questions and more. On that website, you can also find ways to contact us directly with any questions or in any ways we may help you. Allah Hafiz, my friends.